BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of JaysJournal.com and Fansided.com where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-host Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Toronto Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another lovely evening with the Jaybird Watching Podcast, part of the fan-sided official podcast of jaysjournal.com. We have a crazy evening of what has been the most ridiculous level of rumors of all Toronto Blue Jays fandom over the last week. And the fact is that we are not only involved in Shohei Otani, but the fact that we might be in the mix for Juan Soto. But before we dive into actual craziness and rumors, I have Jason Lyons with me and Ken Alfred. Fellas, we finally have the band back together. How are we doing? Doing okay. I mean, I know it's been a while. I've been hit and miss on some of these other ones, so I'm glad to be back a little bit more often. Uh, my most important question, what did I miss? Ah, nothing. Nothing and happened. Swag but... was traded to the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, that happened. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and they're going to put a Kelly Gruber statue outside of the uh, Rogers Arena. <laughs> there it is. Boom. Um, Put it all. Mike, yeah, I mean, up right there. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, personal stuff aside, I mean, you know, we're looking at potentially the, since Gretzky being traded to the Kings, this could be the biggest signing trade in pro sports. I mean, I, you, you think that, yeah. I mean, you think that Le- LeBron's a big deal. He moved, but I feel like a lot of that was orchestrated in the whole, you know, like, all of the stuff he did and yeah, we're going to South beach and all that other crap, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun when it was happening, but this is legitimately like, this is franchise changing. This is potentially 100%. country changing. This is, I mean, and I, and the funny thing is, is if he goes to the Dodgers, I mean, they'll be excited and the city will be like, yay. And then something else will happen and they'll move on. Whereas if this happens and, and Toronto, yeah, all reports are that it's down to a couple of days here. Like, like, they, they were talking Sunday. maybe Christmas, but yeah, Sunday. now it's timeline has been moved up. And I mean, it's, yes. it, I don't know, you know, it takes a lot to make me be speechless. And when I saw the report, you know, that, that, that he had actually said that, that, you know, Toronto was looking favorable, you know, like it was sort of like, like within his favor, um, you know, and it's funny because, you know, you start to go down some of the Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram rabbit holes about Jay fandom and the people that are out there. And I can't understand it. I can't understand how anyone would be like, there's all these people like, well, you can't pitch this year. And, you know, like when he's ripping, <laughs> when he's ripping holes through the seats in the flight deck, you know, trying to murder people out there, you know, I think maybe you would forget that he hasn't pitched an inning. You know, it's, it's crazy <laughs> for me that to think that someone could consider not getting the greatest free agent signing of all time in baseball uh, as not a good thing to do, but otherwise I'm super duper. (laughs) I'm just going to call this an omen. So I got out of work. I went and had a beer with a friend. I came home and I had a brand new fresh pack of tops baseball cards because our friend Brian Parrup that was on the show a few weeks ago has infected me with baseball collecting cards all over again. And I just can't get over it. So the card that I pulled today, boom. Nice. Ooh. Lovely. 
<laughs> and notice, I would like, you know, anyone who's watching in my there, friends, I'd like to notice that, that we haven't put up any of those hokey ass, like him in a Jays jersey, or that's bad juju. Don't do that. Yeah, don't, I was going to say. Don't, don't. Just leave him. still in, an Angels jersey. Yeah, this leave him in his Angels jersey, jersey and, and just be happy with that because. Jays fans, know, don't do I it. Thought, don't do it. I just thought it was ironic in the same pack of cards that not only did I get Shohei Otani, I got Mr. Alejandro Kirk. Oh, there you go. <laughs> They're going to be new battery mates. Maybe roommates. Saying. Maybe roommates. not until the year 2025, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is what and, it is. And to your point, Jason, let's say we get Otani in this lineup. Okay, great. Freaking wonderful. He is not pitching this year at probably what is going to be the tune of 45 to $50 million. <laughs> but this is guy that it, let's say he's just focusing on hitting. He's going to hit 50 home runs in the Rogers Center. Yeah, it would not shock me 100. Oh no, I, I short porch. I mean, he's got it all. That that stadium offers everything he wants. He's got a draft out to where he he hits his most home runs. Short field. Um, I mean, even hypothetically, you can have him playing some some first base. Um, you know, you just you just have to be able to put him where he doesn't he, he doesn't need to throw. So. Or throw hard at least. So I mean, you yes. put him in at first. All of Bryce Harper this last year. Right, exactly. I think that what he also offers up then is we do get him. I think this is the extended part of what Jays fans need to realize. And I talked to one last night that was very um we, we argued quite a bit about this, but I think if you sign Shohei, it gives you the perfect opportunity to trade Vladdy. It opens up the door for you to go and get possibly a, a, a number of prospects maybe even a, a day-to-day player, middle reliever, something like that. But it gives someone like the Dodgers, if they don't get Shohei, they get somebody who won the home run derby last year. And, you know, I've heard that the the Dodgers are shopping guys like Gavin Lux and other guys who would come in and be very good. You know, the Dodgers have deep prospect pools as well. So, I mean, you know, if you're looking for teams to, to hit a home run – you know, Vladdy's a really good alternative if you don't get Soto and you don't get, you know, and you don't get Shohei because, I mean, Cody Bellinger is 50-50 at this point. We don't know if it's going to be last year Dodger Cody or last year Cub Cody. Um, I think his weed gummies will tell you the, the... Or MVP Dodger for that matter. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it, it's a crapshoot. But with with those other guys, I and, and I hate to say this, but I almost feel like Vladdy's on the downturn. I almost feel like he needs to go somewhere where they're a little bit more serious about the game um, and a little less serious about the other stuff and make him a baseball player again. You think he got I too comfortable? Alter you. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. You thought you, you think Vlad just got, just became complacent just because he knew he knows people loved him here and he was banking off those really good seasons. Yes, that's why. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and, and it, like but I said, I love it. Me too. Now, playing ulterior motive to where you're going, Jason. Does somebody like Otani coming into town light a fire under his ass? Maybe. I mean, I hope so. um, nothing pushes you harder than the fire that's underneath you, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, it, I see it, you see it in sports all the time. You see a kid come up and he, he really, like, you know, Schneider this year, like, what was happening to that whole Dude. Dougie when he was, they were just like, I hope this guy can't play my position. Like, just don't let him be able to play my position. Can you play third? Oh, you can't? Okay, great. I'm fine. Good Lord. Like, you know, but, it, it, and, you know, they say, you know, steel sharpens steel and all that other stuff. I, I mean, certainly when David Snyder came in, he changed the way that the Jays were playing because of that. And because he's filling a hole, that's, that's okay. It's a little easier. But you are right, man. When you bring somebody else in and in training camp, they're like, hey, Shohei, you're going to play one. And Vladdy, you're going to back him up. Vladdy's like, what? Like right away, he's like, what? You know, or maybe they're going to move Vladdy to third. I actually, that came to me last night in a weird, like I woke up at like three in the morning in a cold sweat and I was like, they could move Vladdy, Vladdy over to third. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, there's, they've got, you know, Barger, they have all these different options, but I really do feel like if they get Otani, it really allows, like, it's almost like, when you make that trade in fantasy football or fantasy baseball and one of the dum-dums goes for it and you're like, now I've got all this stuff to play with, right? Yeah. I can start chess piecing all over the place to try and make this out. Cause 
for all intents and purposes, we could be looking at an all-star team. We could be looking at the starting nine, basically, for the American League. Like You're talking I, I, Whamco 2.0. I was yeah. going to say, Whamco. Blue Jays version. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... Think, just think of that lineup. Look at that. We've got Springer in number one. You've got Bo at number two. You have Otani, Vladdy, so on, so forth. It Come just on. becomes obnoxious. Wow. Even with Addison Barger or Alvis Martinez. Think of those two batting in the nine hole. I know. That's crazy. Sneaky pop. It's crazy. Anyways, I mean, I, I think that I think the, the biggest thing right now is that, you know, reading everything that we have over the last couple of days and, you know, I, for me, the, my favorite thing about this is I know people who don't watch baseball or don't really pay attention or are really fair weather p- uh, baseball fans. I've been getting nothing but texts and calls and people, you know, like when I'm out, it's all anybody wants to talk about. I work with a guy named Colton. He played a little semi-pro ball. We went out for a company thing last night. Him and I talked for two hours about this, like nonstop, you know, and people who are not baseball people were getting into the conversation and it's, it's, it's so epic. And now like it's come to a, like a, a fever pitch, no pun intended. And it, the whole league has got it. The whole league's got this thing where now, and they release the thing where it's like basically 40, 40 Jays, Dodgers, and then the Dodgers. rest of the league gains the rest of that. It's like, come on. Mm. Like, mm. So let's focus on that for a minute because more or less what you're hearing from not just the Blue Jays, but Rogers media from the Toronto Sun, the Blue Jays are all in on Otani. As Blue Jays fans, when was the last time, regardless of who was currently owning the team, that you can hear the Blue Jays management and ownership saying that they were all in on somebody? Because the only person that actually comes to mind is what is known as one of the worst contracts in Toronto Blue Jays history, and that is Mr. Vernon Wells. But I don't think that turned out bad. The Blue Jays were able to trade that off at the end of it. They didn't pay all that money to Vernon at the end of his last three, four years. The Yankees ended up taking it. So that was the one that uh, Alex Anthopoulos' best trades is is moving that money off. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you talk of when that contract was signed with the Toronto Blue Jays, with Vernon Wells. There was two names in Toronto Blue, Bay, Blue Jays baseball in the offense, and that was Mr. Carlos Delgado, and you have the up-and-comer, Vernon Wells. That was not a bad contract when the day you signed it. Vernon didn't continue that exact ridiculous level that we were talking about in his 2003 campaign that he was with Delgado and Roy Halladay at the time to carry a team. Otani, you already know what you're getting with that crazy dumpster pile of money that we're talking about here, guys. I don't care if he's only hitting this first year. I really don't because you do have a Ricky Tiedemann and all the plethora of pitchers that we have this coming back. We have already have one through four figured out. You do not need Shohei Otani <laughs> to be the fifth starter this coming season. Well played, Jason. Thank you. So Appreciate. talk to me on that, guys. Kenny, how about everybody? <laughs> you know, I, I'm not, I, I, like I said, I've had coworkers asking me, you know, like I said, those two people that asked my opinion on the whole thing. They're saying, Ken, do you have the inside scoop on the Otani thing that's going on with the Jays? And I said, well, you're asking a guy who thought that Ed Sprague was a prospect at this point. So I think you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> right. So I think, yeah, like in, with all, in all seriousness, like I'm just thinking, I'm watching news everywhere. Otani is all over the news. Breakfast television here in Toronto is all about it. And I think we're really trying to learn. It's almost to the point of it reminds me of like Kawhi Leonard after the Raptors won the championship when he was going to leave that following season. And they're trying to do whatever they can to keep him. It seems like uh, it seems like in Canada, they're we're really trying to get him. And I'm wondering even if there's some other teams that just said, you know what? I kind of hope he goes to Toronto. Maybe one less thing for us to worry about. We talked yeah. about some of the analytics to that a couple of weeks ago with the fact that not only, okay, so let's say you do spend 50 something million dollars a year on Otani. The fact is, you're now all of a sudden getting now that ad revenue from Japan, all these tickets that are being sold, all these other things. How much does it end up paying for his salary automatically? And you're making him the highest paid baseball player of all 
time in the midst of that same equation. There's yeah, some things I mean, that level out in the aggregate that make it a very good investment for Rogers as becoming the face of sports in, in Canada. Well, what, how about this one too? I mean, as it stands right now, the major league baseball contract that has to, the television one in Japan is not very big. They don't get a ton of games. There's some, but do you know who the most watched team is? Anybody want to guess? It's the Angels. I'm guessing so it's not. the yep. Angels have a private package, television package that you can purchase in Europe and in Japan and all the rest of it. And where do you think that next step is? The next step is the Jays. I mean, they, they have a media giant behind them. They have all of the tools that you need to make this happen. I mean, the Dodgers network does not have this to make this happen. They just don't. I mean, they surely have 30 million people in, in the state of California that they could potentially. But, I mean, everybody that's an Angels fan, they lose right off the hop. They, they're already sour. They already don't like the Dodgers. Now the Dodgers are going to get their superstar. So those, take those people out of the mix. They're not going to watch a regular Shohei game during the season. But I'm telling you this, they're going to start to market this everywhere. And, I mean, even out here on the left coast, where there is a high Japanese population and a high Japanese population of people who play baseball and like baseball. And so if this happens, Shohei will be at the net. I guarantee it. They'll sell 10,000 tickets to just have him. And this is, you can steal this marketing idea. Just let him hit home runs for 15 minutes and then sign autographs for an hour. People will pay 20 bucks. You could get 10,000 people in there without even trying. Yep. So yep. Otani jerseys, they'll sell you're nice with the twenty dollar ballpark, by the way, because I'm sure that's a hundred dollar ticket at the net. Oh, knowing that how many people are going to want that ticket, and that ballpark being only so big, yeah. that is a gone in ten minutes. I think at eighty dollars a ticket, even. Yeah, and you're looking at jerseys, <laughs> and I mean the marketing. The marketing for this guy is so big, and like you said, you could make up if you if you're paying him fifty million a year, you could probably make up twenty five of it. You know, and that's, I think that's being generous, you know, like, like you, you are could 100% le- correct with that. Ge- legitimately advertise this guy and you wouldn't even need to crush him with it. Like, I mean, sometimes they, these guys really get rolled over and they're having to do an ad thing and a da 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 on all the time. Yeah. They've got them on, like you said, they'll be on breakfast TV and all this other crap. I don't think, I don't think Otani is that kind of thing. I think he's a phenomenon. I think he's, he's West Ed Mall with, with 10,000 people there. He is, you know, like he, he's way bigger than what we have ever seen as a superstar. And he's global. The Jays will go play in Japan. That's a guarantee that, I mean, yeah. you don't even have to write that one. That one's done. You have a chance, Jason, here to have the Cal Ripken-esque work at the guy as a Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Because everybody knows that he is a 100% baseball player first. He doesn't yes. give two shits about all this other media stuff. But it's a nice little perk that the Blue Jays can capitalize on. But the fact that the Blue Jays have the training facility to do what they do in Dunedin. They have all the wonderful new renovations that are happening at the Rogers Center, literally as we record this. And I don't know if any of you have all seen what the hell is coming to the Toronto Blue Jays Rogers Center equation on that whole thing, but it is very player-centric for everything under the seating. So this is all things that are playing perfectly into the fact of recruiting somebody like Shohei Otani. Some of that is work ethic first and wants to play solid baseball for a winner. You have a very good chance here with this team to capitalize perfectly. And then him having that platform that he has wanted, which is a whole nother nation for him to dominate. He's already taken Japan by storm. The the United States have been conquered as far as MVP, MVP right now, back to back seasons. Now the next step could be take Canada as the best athlete that Canada has to offer as somebody playing for a nation right now. Yeah. It is crazy. It's catching a fever. And speaking of which, I found my old catch the fever. Oh, Blue Jay hat. Look at that. Look at that dustpin. From (laughs) 1992, 93. My mother was actually saying, hey, do you want to throw some stuff out? And I'm like, I look through it. I'm like, you ain't throwing this out. Not that. (laughs) 
There was only one other hat at that same time frame I loved, and that was because I was a die a giant diehard Roberto Alomar fan in the early nineties. It was the no fear hat or the little you know, the two eyes weird like sweatband bingo you got it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i miss those hats and to the fact ken you are a hundred percent right that is exactly the kind of thing that the blue jays could get, get catch the fever of having somebody like shohei otani in toronto for a tenure literally <laughs> and uh regardless of the fact that he let's say he does do the two-year opt-out guys you're, if you end up holding on to Vlad, you'll end up holding on to Boba Shet and everybody else that we have in our pitching rotation and all these things. Two years of Shohei Otani is a World Series ring, not yeah. a first round knockout like we've been talking about. And all those people, at a minimum, he's going to rake at the plate. Yeah, all those people who have been talking about the fact that he's been in Anaheim, they've put good guys with him, they never have. I mean, Mike Trout does not, does not give you an entire team, you know, and then the guys that they did pick up were either at the end of their, at the end of their run, or they were damaged goods. And so it's not like Anaheim used what the J, they they don't even have close to the Jays lineup that they have right now, which, so let's just take that off the table that he hasn't been a winner, like. World Baseball Classic. I mean, he won when he was other places. Just because Anaheim sucks doesn't mean you're a... Uh, sorry, Anaheim, you suck. Um, <laughs> the fact that we're talking about batting Alvis Martinez in the nine hole or Addison Barger in the nine hole yeah, in this equation, crazy. I think and it should 100% speak to where we're talking about. Where to, your point about the pitching, offensively. to your p- yeah. point about the pitching, offensively. To your point about the pitching, our starters uh, uh, we're, we're fine right now. We've still got room yes. to be able to pick guys up, even if they spend the 50 million. The cap is going to go up a little bit. But I think that what this does is this creates sort of that same level of what the Yankees do to try and be as good as they are. We're going to pay for it. Yes. We need you to get on board as fans, as media, as all this other stuff. Now, will he get railed if he comes out cold? Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I don't know if, because this hasn't been a thing yet, because I mean, sure, he's a big deal. He's not the biggest deal in Anaheim even, maybe, right? Like, I mean, it's just not the same. It wouldn't be the same. It's like, and Craig, it's different for you because you don't get to see this. But, I mean, Ken, you must see this. They call TSN the Leaf, you know, like, it's the Leafs, the Leafs, the Leafs. And when the Leafs go down, like, I'm in Vancouver, I could care less. (laughs) I want to see what the Canucks do or the Jets do or every every other NHL team. But... When the Leafs start to fall, I mean, God of the world. And, you know, the they're, interview- they're interviewing Mitch Marner and they're like, Mitch, what's going on? He's like, ah, I, don't, I don't even know. Like, ah, and they're like, you know, how can you not save the team? Ah. So, I mean, there could be, you know, Shohei's first. I mean, the one nice thing is that he, he can use the, you know, like he can speak English, but he can bring an interpreter out there and that slows that interview down right quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, when he's just looking at the guy like this and, and pretend and the guy's responding and, and, you know, and, he's, and you think in a second, the thoughtful answer, and then he gives him a thoughtful answer. I mean, then the, the heat has come off already. It's now it's just a regular question from a regular guy, which I mean, I, you know, I think is awesome. But it would be interesting to see the first time that Shohei goes 0 for 5 in a game and the Jays lose, and he came up in the ninth with a, an opportunity to win the game. And they're like, dude, you're making 50 million, and you can't, you can't, you know, you can't just get one hit. You know, like we saw it this year. We saw, you know, guys go into slumps and the fans and the city turn on them pretty quick. So you'd have to really have some kid gloves for Shohei. And and he'd also have to know that, you know, and I feel like this might've been part of why the Yankees were out of the deal so quick is I don't think he wanted to be under that precision laser spotlight in, in uh, New York, um, which he will be in, in Toronto. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate for him. He, He doesn't quite realize. I don't think at this point that he will be the biggest thing in Canada or maybe he does. I mean, I've read some stuff this week about how he is actually more, you know, sort of looking for his legacy than we've even talked about. Like he knows he's good. He knows he could alter baseball for the rest of his life. And maybe he wants to be regarded as Babe Ruth. Like when you think of just any kid, you walk up to them, who's the greatest baseball ever? Babe Ruth. He wants to be that in 20 years. He wants people to say, Otani. 
to your point though, Jason, I think on the midst of that whole thing too, is uh, I, I do think he wants that platform though, but he doesn't want to be in somebody, maybe someplace like maybe like New York to do that. He wants to be able to quietly do his thing and to show that I'm the best that you will ever see in major league baseball. And there is a difference between playing in New York and there is a difference between playing in Toronto regardless of what we're talking about here. There is a very still blue-collar effort to playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. The fact, just look at the guys that we have idolized over the last however many years. It's guys that have worked their ass off to get to be a Toronto Blue Jay and rake. You look at Jose Bautista. You look at Roy Holiday. You look at Carlos Delgado. Those are all guys that faltered in their early parts of their career right out of the minor leagues. And I, another example would be somebody like Sean Green. It took him actually leaving Toronto to rake in Los Angeles and company. Big so yeah. now you have a chance to bring somebody like Shohei Otani into that market. This is something that Toronto Blue Jays fans, and I would say even in general, Canadian sports fans have not seen a la since Wayne Gretzky with the oil. You know, it's not the level of just crazy dripping with talent that you haven't seen. Yeah. It's, it's hard to add anything to that. Like you guys just kind of capture everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. It, it, that to I think it's, you know, oh. again, I think we're going to work, you know, we'll chase up and down this tree a bunch of times about the same sort of things because I mean, there are, I don't see the downfall. I, I, I just don't, I, or sorry, the downside. I don't see the downside to getting them. Like, like honestly, like, it's sure it's a half a billion dollars of not my money, but I mean, you know, put that aside, you know, it's what we have. The problem is the funny thing is that doesn't seem to be the problem. No, it doesn't. It literally is not. It's not like Rogers is like writing it up and then throwing the brick of money at it right now. Yeah, and my shoulder doesn't even let me throw a hundred miles an hour right now because it will let me barely start 20. Yeah. But in the midst of this whole thing, it just sounds like the money's not the problem here. It's like literally they have done everything they humanly possibly can to you know, court and properly bring Shohei Otani to Canada, period, as a Toronto Blue Jay. And I can't say that they're not doing anything wrong because they've shown the tr- they've supposedly shown the Dunedin complex, which you guys have seen those things. I would kill the workout in that, let alone Crazy. being a top-level performer beautiful. like Otani. It is insanely beautiful. It has everything they would need, and they have all the proper trained personnel to keep a player – at peak performance. And that is the main focus of somebody like Otani right now. Like you said, Jason, he wants to cement his legacy as one of the best major league baseball players ever. This is a guy that grew up idolizing Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki, who is known as one of the best hitters in major league or, and if not baseball history, period. It doesn't matter where you started. There's a reason Ichiro is going to be a first ballot hall of famer, regardless of the fact that he didn't start his career in Major League Baseball. And Tony wants that in spades, and he has a very good opportunity to do that with a platform like the Toronto Blue Jays versus the other competitors in this whole situation, like we were talking about with the Dodgers, the Giants, so on and so forth. He's lost in those cities. He's lost in those cities. And and if you – the other thing that it creates as well is is this gives the Blue Jays an opportunity to become a national entity. Like, And I'm talking where they may start to circumvent a team like the Winnipeg Jets. You, you may have more people that are interested in traveling to Toronto or watching the Jays games or whatever than being, you know, Winnipeg Jets fans. It may even get as as, yeah. as high level as like where guys that are, are and girls that are Flames fans and Oilers fans start taking, you know, like, what are you doing tonight? Are you going to watch the Oilers game? No, we're going to watch the preseason Jays game because Otani's playing his first game. What? Yeah, that's you know, out, like, outside of the fact that the Oilers are people are already turning their McDavid jerseys for Flames fan jerseys. <laughs> no, they've that's already that, that's over. He's fine. <laughs> Whatever he had, pneumonia or mono or whatever's going on with him for the first bit, he's fine now. So they're all yeah. back. It's a good thing they didn't burn their jerseys because you know they just threw them out in the snow and now the snow's melted, so they can go get them. Um, but th- that the other thing that this creates is, is and this is something that, that Canada lacks from coast to coast, is they could create Shohei Otani baseball leagues. They could create, there's so much stuff. Like one of the things that, that is growing in the city of Vancouver is the Asai baseball team. Now these guys are a Japanese team that is from the 
forties, if I can if I can remember right. It might even be earlier. Yeah, you're right. And these guys were, were they came over to to Vancouver uh, with their families. Their families were working in the city. They were working on the railroads. They were trying to build this beautiful city that I live in. And they still played. So their fathers played. The sons played. The brothers played. They all played, and they played at some pretty sketchy parks in Vancouver. And it's still a thing. But this has grown back now as being something where next year my kids can try out for this team and if they get it we get to go play in japan which would be i mean i can't even tell you how rad that would be it's life-changing that right. is literally the best way of saying it you, you don't get that opportunity of stumbling through your, the door no all day, every day. now what happens but, when otani is available to come out here or go to manitoba or go to one of those other places and say hey guys it's me it's shohei you guys should be playing baseball i mean it's the Gretzky in LA effect. It's the, you know, it's the, the coyotes moving to Arizona effect times how many of ever people there are in, in Canada that are under 40, like men's baseball leagues will retake off. Like 10 X, 10 10 X. Yeah. It's, it's, this is the difference between having one Joey Votto or 10 Joey Votto's. Or a Joe. Yeah. Or a Joey Votto that fired maple syrup out of his like, like Spider-Man out of his things and had back bacon in his back pocket. Like, I mean, it's, it's not, it, you can't compare it to anything. He, it's just he, ham, he, man. It's just ham. I know it is. It's we all know ham. it. By the way, all of America, if you're listening, we all know it's just ham. Um, but it, it's like I said, like, I mean, this then becomes a Canadian brand. Like, I mean, the fact that, and this may actually do stuff like where Vladdy doesn't play for Canada in the world series no. of baseball. This may make Vladdy do it because Vladdy's like, crap this guy is stealing all my thunder in canada now like i gotta step my game a little bit up here and i've got a you know and a guy like Votto. like uh, even hypothetically if you got the both of them can you imagine like one of the biggest canadian stars to ever play the game then playing with the biggest star in the game both of them representing canada across like this is the you know the maple leaf is on here for a reason and it's never, ever, ever held more true than if they get Otani, they will legitimately cement that they are Canada's national team. The Raptors can't do it right now. It doesn't matter that they won a championship. I know basketball is starting to go on the rise right now out here, which is great. This will be game-changing for baseball from coast to coast in Canada. Yep. And Go ahead, Kenny. You look like you guys no, no, say. Nothing left to add on that. I'm just, just right. jumping on the bandwagon on that. But to your point, like I said, I don't want to be a dead horse, but there, this is literally like country changing level sports. And to your point, Jason, this is a hundred percent. This is will be kids signing up for little league, a line through the door. Yeah, it's every number seventeen. Everybody everything. wants to be seventeen. Everybody, you know what I mean? It's it changes the dynamic yes. for everything. Now, yeah. let's flip side it. He goes to the Dodgers. Okay. Roll. Still, still very popular down there. Still very. What then would be the Jays' first target? Do you think? Like, is it? I if you like, you, go ahead. What do you think, Craig? I think that would be exactly where the show title is actually named this evening. I didn't even know. You I didn't have even to realize do something. Yeah, is it real? Yeah. That is the question right now. I feel like I'm freaking Timmy at the dentist right now. And do they just go nuts? Like, do you think they just go nuts? Do you think like the second after they're like, Cody Bellinger, here's 30 million. Swan Soto, yep. here's 30 million. You, if, if you, you were you ready to baseball, throw. Yeah. You can do you play baseball, million. get in here. It's yeah. like Oprah giving out cars, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but on that point though, right now, if you do not get Shohei Otani and you were prepared to pay, pay 50, 60 million dollars, to one person, how do you not trade the farm for somebody like Juan Soto and then just drop a brick of money in his lap and say, Toronto's your game, have yep. fun. Very much in a similar fashion of what the Blue Jays did a million years ago when they traded for Kyle Drabeck and a bunch of other random crap that didn't come into any fruition for Roy Halladay. And- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, 
engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And then the first second that the tr- the Philadelphia Phillies had Roy Halladay said, hey, you know what? Five years. Good luck. <laughs> and they gave him a giant dumpster pile of money. That is exactly what you need to do if you end up recruiting Juan Soto. I understand that he is a Scott Boris client. That is not the problem here. The difference between a regular person that's got a whatever the hell, whoever agent and a Scott Boris client is back the truck up and give them money. If you were going to turn around and find somebody outside of Major League Baseball fun here that we're not talking about here, that's not not named Shohei Otani, it is drop a dime on Juan Soto. This guy is a guy that bats to the point where he has an OPS near one, which does not happen. He's got nine point nine something OPS. He's a he has he's a crazy great, skills, great hitter, good outfielder. Um, you know, I think I feel like I feel like with Otani, you know, sort of Godzillaing his way through everyone's mind right now. We forget how good Juan Soto is, and the fact that the 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 Padres are shattered that they have to get rid of this guy, but they can't I mean, afford him. They can't pay him. This is how so it is. It, it, I'm one hundred percent with you here, Craig. And I mean, you can even you know again, we're back to the sort of fun stuff. I mean, you could even you could get three guys easily for yeah. what you're looking to pay Shohei. So. For me, it's it's kind of a crap or get off the pot. Like, yeah, I know we've been given sort of Sunday. Is that right? Is that what they're saying? Is Saturday or Sunday now? As the, Sunday. Sunday is supposed to be the day he can. Okay, come well, early. I mean, you know, hot off the presses from Twitter this second. I'm literally looking at it. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Really, monster truck. You monster know what? Truck. Shohei will sign somewhere. We're gonna sell you the whole seat, but you're only gonna need the edge. <laughs> I swear to God, that's one of my favorites. One of my favorites ever. <laughs> Uh, but and that's what that's the world we get to live in with this whole thing Juan Soto right now we're talking is a somehow a step back from show <laughs> yeah from the that yeah is somehow settling you might oh, get no. stuck with yeah we you might get stuck get with Soto. We kept him, <laughs> yeah we couldn't get it we kept him away from going to the Yankees <laughs> you know or that could be the show title be. stuck with Soto <laughs> does Soto even want to come to Toronto at this point mm-hmm. I don't is think he has serious? a choice at this point. He doesn't have a trade clause in his contract. Yeah, and he, so I, he, I was reading that he's, he's like he, he wants out and he wants to go to a contender. And I know he knows Vladdy, and he probably knows Kirk, and he probably knows a few other guys on the team, guys that were at the All Star game. You know, he'd be familiar with Bichette and some of those other guys. And I mean, he's leaving a he's leaving a good team, and he wants to go to a great team. Now, I've heard that the Yankees are gonna go great guns for Soto. I heard I've heard that they're really gonna make a big pitch over the next couple of days, but I feel like nothing happens until um the the Otani signs. Um I don't yeah. think the Yankees I don't think at this point anyone considers themselves out out. I mean there's probably you know obviously like the Diamondbacks and, and the Phillies and they weren't ever in it. But I don't think any of sort of those six teams that were all, all considered there's still a chance. It's 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 a Lloyd Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Saying there's a chance. Yeah. Um, so it's it's one of those things where where until that that drops, until the first bomb drops. But I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, the Yankees have always done their own thing. They may call up one and say, "Hey, look, you know, I know you. We were talking about thirty million. We're just going to go to thirty-five straight up and sign you right now." And then so the hot off the press's news is the oh. fact that the Yankees. This is literally within minutes from Rosenthal. Breaking news: the Yankees and Padres are far apart. Ooh, oh. I like this it. is hot off the presses again. And this He's is not the just same talking geographically. Right? Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, not physically. That's fairly <laughs> obvious. That, you know, it's, you know, oh, wait, in San Diego is here, yeah, and you don't have to be way. Carmen San Diego to figure that. Carmen. Out. You <laughs> <can just> be, <laughs> Regular San Diego. So, 
But yeah, on the midst of that whole thing, other than the fact that this is a year year anniversary, that Arson Judge might sign with the Giants. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that stupid tweet from John Heyman. He couldn't no. spell every judge's name. <laughs> Why have stuck so, with Arson? Sounds like a professional wrestler. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. That sounds like a hell of one, like Arn yeah. Anderson or something like yes. that. But anyways, um, the fact the fact that Juan Soto the the San Diego Padres are asking for the world. And I think they're starting to slowly find out that the trade market isn't the ask for the world ballpark, right? They're not going to get back. When you're talking about who's in the ballpark for even Juan Soto, you're talking the Blue Jays, Yankees, and about five other teams. This isn't all of Major League Baseball that's bidding to get Juan Soto for the one year that he's left on his contract. That is the catch on this whole thing for Juan Soto. The Blue Jays are going to probably instantly try to turn around and sign him, but that doesn't mean that the San Diego Padres are getting a dumpster pile of prospects back. They're not getting a Ricky Teedman for one example. The Blue Jays have more or less said that he is off the table for all trade negotiations. So now you're getting into the world of, okay, what's Major League ready? Aralvis Martinez. Addison Barger, so on, so forth. And the fact that the we have a slew of guys that are actually going to be in the Rule 5 draft in the next very few minutes, actually. It happened already. <laughs> so they were, on, they were on round uh, five that, before we went on the air. Correct. Jeez. But that is going on as we speak. The Rule 5 draft, which is anybody that is not currently on the Toronto Blue Jays 40-man roster, that has exceeded minor league tenure. So they're in that ballpark of 24 to 26 years of age, somewhere in that ballpark. So there's a lot of guys that are very good Toronto Blue Jays prospects that we could not squeeze on that 40-man rotation. Uh, or on that 40-man roster, I mean. So there is a lot of guys that are Toronto Blue Jays that might end up in a very near minutes going somewhere else that are no longer trade chips. Guys, that's the other catch here in that Juan Soto trade. <laughs> Those are guys that we might be trading to San Diego in this whole hindsight thing here and those are the guys that would be centerpieces to the trades if they don't hurry up and lock this thing up with Juan Soto and this is the same thing with all major league baseball teams is everybody obviously is involved in that rule five draft Yankees everybody so those are guys that maybe the San Diego Padres are like you know we'll just sit in back wait see what happens on the rule five draft and then go oh now you're ready for a trade yeah <laughs> well because you've been picked apart yeah I mean it's yeah. You know, the that that rule five is an interesting one too. I, I went and looked. The Jays lost one guy in the first round, but nobody in the next three that I saw. Um yes. I, I don't know if that's I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's only certain rounds you can take people or if you have protected. I haven't read enough about it to to know. So would you like the four one one? You know Absolutely. what, Craig? I'd lo- I'd really like that. I'm the Miley guru. I got this shit. <laughs> you got it. Right? <laughs> oh, the Rule Five Draft. Every team gets an opportunity to more or less pick the guys that are the top of the crop, ready to move into Major League Baseball, but maybe they do not have a place to move into the major leagues with said team that they are currently affiliated with. I will give you the Spencer Horowitz example. Spencer Horowitz is a very good first baseman. He has Vlad Jr. blocking him at the major league level. But he is on the 40-man roster, so you can't touch him. He is off limits for all major league baseball teams. But if there was that next first baseman down the line that is in that a la Spencer Horowitz trying to push for a major league job, he's fair game because he maybe is not on the 40-man roster. That's how this works. And it's because they've they've spent so many years in the minor leagues, they get a chance to be picked by another team that has to move them to the major leagues. So just in that same example, I just laid out, let's say the Chicago white Sox have an opening at first base and Spencer Horowitz was not on the 40 man roster for the Toronto blue Jays. They'd be like that guy right there could be the difference between us having a good first baseman next year at the major league level or nobody. They could grab them from said team bring him over to the White Sox, and they have to hold him on the major league roster for the whole season. Otherwise, they don't get to keep him. So, Blue Jays fans should be a little bit aware of this because that's 
This is the exact situation. I'm funny enough that George Romano is ironically even a Toronto Blue Jay because he was drafted on the Rule 5 draft two years ago by the Chicago White Sox. He was then traded from the Chicago White Sox to the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers said after spring training, you're never going to make it to the majors this year. Have fun. See you later. Because he was a Rule 5 draft pick, he reverted back to the Toronto Blue Jays. That was the year he became the closer. It's a beautiful story. That's crazy shit. And it's <laughs> yes. not the first time a Rule 5 draft pick in Blue Jays' recent history has reverted to the Toronto Blue Jays and become a phenomenon at the major league level. Do you guys have any idea what quasi-third baseman might have been the other one? In the 2011 ballpark. I feel like you said this one already out loud. And we were both like, when you said it, we were both like, what? Um, <laughs> I have uh, a problem. I'll admit it. I like my release. <laughs> it, it, it'll come to, you know, like this is somebody who, you know, like, like we both recognize. And I remember you saying it, but hit me. I can't remember now. He walked around like after home runs, like kind of like, yay. So <laughs> in, in <Carnacion. laughs> Wow. The Blue Jays literally waived him before the season he broke out. So he was brought back to, he was technically, I can't remember what team he was technically a part of for like literally a nanosecond. And the Blue Jays are like, yeah, you know what? We're good. And then he got brought back. It wasn't a rule five thing, but it was that waiver back and forth claim thing that he was not selected. The Blue Jays brought him back to the major league level and he instantly raked at first base once we moved to the first base. Edwin Encarnacion, Edwin Encarnacion was not a good third baseman. Edwin Encarnacion became a solid first baseman slash DH the year we put him in the DH spot. So I can tell you who's gone, who's already been taken as this draft is going right now, if you okay. want to know. Breaking news. So Angel De, uh, Del Rosario was taken by the Twins. Okay. Uh, Trevor Schwicky, Schwicky, Schwicky. He's a shortstop. I was trying to pull out. Who oh no! Yeah, the Phillies. S C H W E C K E. Yep. Okay. Okay. So those are the only two that I can see that have been taken so far. Uh, and, and we saw only... somebody apparently in the midst of this process from the Red Sox, Alexis yeah. Hernandez. Yeah, never heard of him. It, as the almost. So the catch is, so let's say you didn't pick anybody in that round. So if you, the first round, everybody gets a chance to pull somebody from a, somebody else's team, right? If you chose not to pick somebody, that means you're done. No more drafting. You're out of the thing. Gone, right? Right now, according to round one results that I'm looking at, every team in Major League Baseball picked at least one Rule 5 person from another team. The Blue Jays, like I said, pulled Alexis Hernandez from the Boston Red Sox. So at least we stole somebody from a competitor. Holy so it could be weird. Did things. you look up this guy's stats? Who? I have not because I'm the hey, Alexis Hernandez. Hernandez. Uh, he's six foot 155. Dear so God. So he's not like my your, height. And, not, or my, not your not my height. My weight at crazy height. <laughs> not, not your atypical home run hitter's book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well. So, asked. and then in the second round, it looks like they only had 20 teams actually pick anybody. So, those yeah. 10 teams that didn't pick anybody are out of the draft. They're no longer allowed to pick anybody. And then it's, it gets in the third round, it's gotten down to about 13 people, it looks like, and so on and so forth. So, they're down to rule five or around five in the rule five draft right now. And there's only been two teams that are still in, involved. And as the Marlins and the Phillies trying to fill out their 40 man roster. Yeah. And the other catches on this whole thing, you can't draft anybody if you don't have any open 40 man roster spots. Yeah. You have to have a spot open. Yeah. Correct. Because you're basically automatically, whoever you steal from whatever team, promoting them to a major league contract instantly yeah and then if so you want to steal them back the screen training correct if you want to steal them back it's 50 grand correct flat rate 50, and they 000. get and they get to revert to their old team mm-hmm. in that same equation so if they it's like that like we were just talking about with that gentleman from the red sox 
that the Blue Jays do not bring him up to the major league roster after spring training, he automatically becomes a Boston Red Sox again. Yeah. I've got some, also got some. That's Yamamoto. how we got Jordan Romano back. Yes. I've got some Yamamoto breaking news as well. It's, it seems yeah. like a lot of stuff is happening right now. I don't know how breaking this is, but um, they're saying that uh, Yamamoto has basically submitted a list of the teams that are into, you know, like have, have passed sort of the, the, the watch guard and they're moving through. So in alphabetical order, so don't get your, don't nobody get excited are the Jays, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Mets, and the Yankees. There's supposed to be two other mystery teams, which I find just interesting uh, that they would put it that Blue way. Blue Jays always end up being the mystery team, though. I, I was surprised <laughs> they were the mystery team. But I I, I feel like that with, with Yamamoto, I mean, it's, it's going to be Yankees or Giants. They're going to – I mean, the Giants are set to spend some big dollars on somebody. And they, they I know they want to make a splash. And with Shohei no, having no interest – in them who knows stuff's heating up all over the place here this is fun stuff yeah so the flip side of that whole thing i um wanted to mention i just lost it oh the dylan cease thing apparently might be possibly happening tonight and the white Sox have been talking about it to go into the braves Wow. So I mean, I know that I was reading today but, that... But to that point, if they steal from the Braves, the Braves aren't going to go after Shohei or any of the nope. other gentlemen that we've been talking about, you know, putting that rotation. And so, Amphopolis and, is with the Braves now, right? Yes. Yeah, so I was just reading a thing earlier today, actually, that said that if you go and look at the Braves and the way they're structured, their money and all the rest of this stuff, the Braves are set to... They may not do anything big in the offseason here, but the Braves are set to be able to start the season with a very, very, very good roster and have money left over, yes. have money to spend Correct. to come, you know, but if you go a month into the season and something's not happening or somebody comes available or something. So, I mean, the Braves are going to be a team very, to watch this year. Very agile. Very a la Troy Tulowinski slash David Price adding yeah. in 2015 mm-hmm. kind of ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, the other catch as far as Blue Jays fans are concerned is uh, a former Blue Jay is actually signed possibly with the Anaheim Angels. And that is Adam Simber is apparently really? inking said contract with the Anaheim Angels. Um, I'm going to be the one here that says I loved Adam Simber. I think that he was honestly mission critical to every season that we had him other than this past season. Yeah, He was not healthy this past season, but you cannot say we would have made the playoffs without a hundred something innings from Adam Simber. The first, what a soldier, what a soldier. Yeah. My wife loved Adam Simber just because he threw sidearm because she said, that's just so unique. Yeah. He gets my golf clap. Adam Simber. Adam Simber will will always be a uh, um, you know one of the all heart guys that this team's ever had. Um, he always went out there. He always gave, even when he was hurt, he was still trying to throw it as hard as he could. And and he's had you know he have you know no end of fun watching my kids try and reenact that that front foot yeah. curl with the the big yeah. deep submarine sidearm. Um, speaking of pitchers, another uh, other uh, just. I don't know if this is brand brand new, but it looks all brand new. Is uh, Craig Kimbrell is signed with the with the Orioles? Yes, sir. Um, that's so, a good pickup. On that for note, them. there is one other closer I actually legitimately wanted to talk to about tonight. So I'm going to give you segue points tonight, Mister Otani Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw who ended up getting the first round draft pick in this year's Major League Baseball draft or not, but the chances were literally this. Nine percent, yeah, nine percent. So the, the, the Cleveland Guardians yeah. ended up stealing the first round draft pick, and just just to say this point, the Las Vegas A's are already getting screwed. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> four A's. So on that, because just think about that the the lost uh, the current Oakland Athletics had the best odds of getting the first round draft pick in this coming uh, Major League Baseball draft. Somehow, the baseball gods have said, sorry, screw you, and said, hey, the Cleveland Guardians look like a better spot for the best coming prospect in Major League Baseball. And it would have timed perfectly with the Las Vegas Stadium opening for that person to be a said good contributor to that team. Now, do they get number two? They automatically, I think, get number two, yes. So it that's it's interesting because... 
the two guys that are at the top of the draft are both very good, very good baseball players. Um, yes. They will both make, um, you know, a, a really solid end. And it's J.J. Weatherholt. And um, he was in uh, West Virginia. Um, he, just an unbelievable second baseman. Just kid, just yes. absolutely crushed. He had a four, four, nine batting average. Like, I understand it's college, but come on. That's, that's, oh, come on. That's, duck. it's insane level college. It's that's nuts. not mediocre that is you literally hit the ball half the time the best major league baseballs in players in history hit the ball a third of the time into play with a and then with a base hit yeah the other guy the other guy is nick nick kurtz who i guess has has been dancing around at number one back and forth he's from wake forest um which is a great program excellent baseball player as well and i mean when you're thinking about who makes more of a you know more of a flashy impact or could who could really be a, a career player for that uh, las vegas team i kind of like the first baseman uh, i mean you know first baseman is commonly one of your highest paid guys he's commonly a guy that doesn't get traded a lot he's commonly thought as like like the heart of the team like the catchers in the first baseman so i mean if if the if the the vegas can snap up you know, a guy who has been back and forth in that number one spot. I mean, that's still a good pickup for them. Yeah. So there is a quasi ulterior motive to where I was kicking the ball in that direction there for a second. So Cleveland, the Cleveland guardians are now centralized around the idea of rebuilding with the fact that they all of a sudden have the first round draft pick. What do you really think they're going to bring to the plate this year for the Trump for competition in major league baseball do you think they're going to be selling do you think they're going to be buying i would lean toward the first part of that yeah so if there's one big name that comes up too yeah there's one big name that comes up lions Uh, i I, I mean just just as a being super selfish i'm thinking about class a i mean he is he's an animal he throws the ball like it's like you and, literally caught the bait I was throwing out there. <laughs> I've been I've been trying. I've been trying. I feel bad for the Buffalo Bills, so I've been trying to send you good vibes for the Bills, and maybe they've been intersecting with show ideas. So, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with sports until baseball season starts again. It's my Sabres suck, and the Bills don't know what the hell they're fucking goddamn doing. Oh, so. the, the Sabres are bad, too. The Sabres are a good team. I don't know what's really going bad. on. but i digress you know class a is i mean if you were to get class a that's that's almost soto-esque um so move past let's say we let's say the let's play devil's advocate here for just 0.2 seconds let's say you sign shohei otani you have the left-handed bat that we've been just foaming at the mouth for over the last few years you get Emmanuel Classe for the prospects that we were planning on trading for Juan Soto. You now have a two-headed crazy monster dragon, whatever the frick you want to call it, with Jordan Romano and Emmanuel Classe in the back end of that bullpen. All I'm going to say is good effing luck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got, that's all I can think of. And imagine being able to, uh, like, when when a guy when a Otani next not next year but the year after. Imagine when he's on and he goes eight, and then you go to Class A. Like, I mean, you might as well just turn the bats backwards and hope he hits you. Like, <laughs> you know, go lean circa like uh, Larry Walker versus uh, freaking Randy Johnson. The lean in, turn the helmet around, yeah. and try back left handed. <laughs> I was right-handed <laughs> Larry Walker. Uh, that's a beautiful outside of being scared is John Cruck. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was one of the best at bats I've ever seen in my life, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but yeah, class A would be a, we get to play with. He's an animal that guy, he would be a huge pickup and monster. Um, I don't know if if I don't know if you'd know. Um, he only makes 20, he's got a five year, 20 million dollar deal that. This year he'll make 2.9 million. Next year 4.9, and the year after 6.4 for one of the best closers in the game. He led the American League in saves last year. 2.9 make the playoffs. <laughs> it's a joke. 2.9. Him, 
Just think of this monster that you have at the back end of that bullpen. You have Klasse, Meza, Swanson. Shohei's tra- translator. <laughs> Shohei's translator gets more paid more than 2.9. <laughs> If you ever want to be a linguist, now's the opportunity to go. <laughs> oh, God. But to that point, you're not wrong. It, it, that, it spells just throw the prospects away. Who gives a living crap? You're going to win every game because you're going to have four amazing starters every so many days. Then you're going to throw whoever the hell in our fifth spotter right now, whether it's Manoa, Tiedemann, whatever, insert rookie here. And then you have that at the end of the back of the bullpen. Good freaking luck is about the best way I can say it. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm the Blue Jays and I'm literally able to do a trade for that, or just think of this, what if you were able to throw enough prospects into the pot and get Jose Ramirez out of that same bit? There's nothing saying it can't happen. Yeah, this is the I fun, mean, wonderful part about the Molotov cocktail that is talking about off-season baseball yeah, and yeah. playing with fantasy sports. Yeah, like so, I said, when that Otani point, bomb drops, things are just going to open. The, the floodgates are going to go in a weird way, and we're going to see some stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys saw today, but the Phillies are talking about reing up Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's got eight and years left on a giant deal. And they're like, hmm, he's only years. We should... Three, four. We, should, we should lock you up for another 10 after that. Like, what? Like, yeah, fuck it. Let's keep you to your 40. I guess. I'll, I'll in uh, Miggy Cabrera slash Albert Pujols ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, to that ballpark, Philly has found a way to do a very, very good job of rewarding their players for good work. And we just saw that with Aaron Nola. Yes, for so sure. So if that next piece is Bryce Harper being Philadelphia Philly for the rest of his career, Great. Have fun. And honestly, I think he's going to outperform that for the more ballpark. Very similar in the fashion of what we were. I was just mentioning with Miguel Cabrera. He's going to hit one way or the other. And this is the wonderful weirdness of having the DH actually in the National League. You wouldn't have had this talk about Bryce Harper and an extension if you did not have the DH spot in the National League. It was a great move. Great move. Yes. Good deal. So, fellas, is there anything else you would like to talk about this morning, this evening, as we um, literally digress to the point where we've been literally just shouting and yelling, oh, my God, we're so excited for the last hour. (laughs) Nothing? Not at this point. I got nothing. I mean, it really. I think next week we'll definitely have a lot to talk about for whatever happens. Very much. Whether we get him or not get him. from all this. And I mean, you know, to everybody who's, who's, who's watching and, and, you know, we watch people pop in and out all, all the whole way along. And, you know, if you've got questions or stuff, get them to us. We'd like to be able to talk about this stuff. I mean, there's going to be an endless amount of sort of dark holes that this is going to go down in the next two weeks. And, It'll be Very sure be fun to, to start, you know, to start talking about that. And when we see those moves, start talking about what the Jays lineup's going to look like, what their batting order is going to look like. You know, like are they going to be su- serving sushi at every of the stands in? Uh, you know, like like these are important things we need to deal. The with. answer is yes, Jason. The answer I know is it yes. is. If we one hundred percent, sushi is going to be on the menu, and one of them will be called the Otani bomb. Put on a shirt. So. Outside of Otani news, the latest off the Blue Jays waiver wiring, because I got to be this guy and just say this, is Tony Kemp apparently is available from the Oakland A's. This is a guy the Blue Jays have actually been linked to over the last few years. Hmm. That actually does I like Tony Kemp. A great a great person to be in our outfield. So yeah. I, I like Tony Kemp. I thought Kemp, that was kind of hilarious that our friend of the show, Chris Henderson, former Jays journal editor, is pointing this out in the fact that it might actually be possible match made in heaven for a fourth outfielder slash win an opportunity for the. We don't have Kiermaier anymore, right? Kiermaier's gone. Correct. So, well, you don't know yet. Yeah, we don't That's know yet. Catch. But Kemp makes a the rumor good is actually he might be an Oakland. The rumor is he might actually be a, U- a New York Yankee by the end of the week. Kiermaier, yeah, I Kiermaier? saw that as well. Yeah, really? No, so, yeah. That There's is a the few guys Yankees catch. are targeting that you'd be surprised at, Kenny. It's it's interesting that they've picked the, the Yankees have picked a couple of project guys and a couple of guys that you know that that probably like Kiermaier probably doesn't want to go to the Yankees, but they'll probably pay him more than most teams will. 
he'll get to play every day. I mean, I think given him, you know, if you gave him everything, he'd probably come back to the Jays, but I don't think they want to spend the money on him if, you know, for any real reason. So yeah, I, I like, I like, I like that. And like I said, it's, it's, yeah. you know, this is the common. It's a good, it's a good move. It, it's at that point. Oh, if you yeah. see a fourth outfielder and you bring in Otani or whoever, even in the bed to be the normal guy, is this somebody in that um, the Blue Jays fans got very used to the fact that Ramel Tapia was a very good fourth outfielder for the Toronto Blue Jays. Great this is one. This above Ramel Tapia. Yeah. Because Kemp has some crazy athleticism and he's a lot younger than he was at the time. Hopefully you can get so, white dreads too. Those were sweet. Yeah. <laughs> he, looked like, were fun. he looked like Tapia looked like the brothers from the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> he did look like that in the second one. There, hey, reloaded Toronto Blue Jays at that go. point. Oh, hey, reloaded Blue Ooh. Jays. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Marketing. I hope that the Jays don't. The Jays management doesn't listen to this. They're going to hork all of our good ideas. Here's the wonderful part on that whole thing. I don't care. <laughs> so, the, the Toronto Blue Jays at the moment, according to MLB.com, are a 60% chance for a Shohei Otani. So I'm going to cheers to that wow. whole thing. Yeah, that's and it. We got to end on that. That's got to be the end. promo on this fun oh. part of the whole thing is our friends at, at dugoutmugs.com are Perfect wonderful time. friends of ours yeah. that are going to be putting out some – they have a great product. If you have not had the chance to it, they have this a wonderful – aluminum bat piece here that i have that is actually a cool top very similar to a yeti cup and then they also have the wonderful mugs that are actual baseball bats that they knob off and core out the middle of it and it's really cool stuff there as far as baseball fans are concerned so it's a very cool product i highly recommend to it we're going to have them actually possibly on the show in the short to near future to talk about just some baseball memorabilia as far as you know off-season fun goes maybe we'll get them to play some useless trivia and not send me tanner hoek freaking baseball cards like they did to me because i won some contest to it that's like okay nice. great it's autographed but it's fucking tanner hoek <laughs> tanner hoek's mom doesn't think that craig Damn right. But to that point, I just didn't want to see a Red Sox thing show up with my Blue Jays gear. That's the point <laughs> that loyalism says. But to that point, they also make cool things like this too. That I guys, this is a. It looks like a baseball, right? That's it's awesome. actually a bottle opener, and it's awesome. magnetic. Oh. So it's awesome. sticking to my tool ca- case behind me. So random, cool, fun stuff from our friends nice. at Dugout Mugs. So cool stuff. Is there anything else you guys want to chit chat on before I do our normal get the hell out of here? <laughs> Yeah, good. All good. Oh, Blue, Blue Jays fans, make sure you're listening every week. We will be back in our normal time at Monday at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Unfortunately, I was sick, and everybody else had family things going on this week, so it was a lot easier just to have this Wednesday powwow that we are currently having. Plus, we had more time to talk Shohei Otani, Juan Soto, and all the literal craziness that is going on at the Toronto Blue Jays in the winter meetings for Major League Baseball in Nashville, Tennessee this week. So. If you haven't missed us, we will be back live on Monday evenings at 7 o'clock Eastern, jaysjournal.com. We are the official podcast of them and fanside.com. And obviously, make sure you join us. Hit us on any social media you can, at birdwatchinggc. So, fellas, moving along. Two claps. Ric Flair. One, two, three. Woo! Get me Otani! Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch at BirdwatchingGC and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining it to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays go. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.